around the world, locally, with family and friends. And to those viewing for the first time, the House of Destiny International Ministries presents Dr. Larry Manley with today's message designed to create a spiritually vibrant connection between our listeners and God. We hope you will enjoy this presentation, and above all, we pray you will be blessed. Loses itself, 
then what good is it except to be thrown down, cast down, and trodden under, basically by the foot of men, right? In the church world today, we've lost our salt. We've lost the Sabbath in it. Amen? Now, God's word, speak up, baby, speak up. What, what is it? What is it? Cut off your flashlight. Ah. Now, God's word is, this word salt. He said, now, if this salt loses its Sabbath, it's no good. Now, the gospel of Jesus Christ is an eternal gospel. Do you believe that? Amen. So why do we preach earthly stuff when we ought to be preaching eternal stuff to God's people, right? Amen. Watch this. He said we are salt of the earth. The word salt means that we are the eternal wisdom of God in the earth. And if we lose our eternal wisdom, then we lose the Sabbath. And what we're speaking becomes nullified, not void in the earth. Amen? Amen. Would you agree with me that the church has lost mm-hmm. its eternal wisdom? Yes. Amen. Church is not teaching the eternal wisdom of God. But it's vital and it's necessary at all times that we bring forth the eternal Word of God, the salt. And if by chance we ever lose that desire to have and give out the eternal wisdom of God, then we're going to lose ourselves. And then we're not going to be any good because now you meet a lot of people. I don't even want to be bothered with church. All they want is your money. All they want is ain't doing nothing. They ain't running around acting a fool. But no power to be in this place. It's fake. Amen. I'm just going to keep it real. You see, I don't have to try to make God do anything. All I got to do is speak the word. And if I believe in the word, then I don't have to do all that other stuff. And is there, you understand what I'm saying? Amen. I don't see my Savior Jesus having to do so wash him up. And he, if he's our pattern and Christ is our power, then what is our problem? Well, we got all this other mess going on. Hmm? Distraction. <coughs> Distraction from the eternal wisdom of God. Amen? Amen. Which we are the source, the eternal wisdom of God, right? Amen. <laughs> Testament, so that they can be free, free will. They can do it freely. Mm-hmm. 
See, it's been there. They just don't teach you to. See, they take you back under the law where they want you to be there. So they'll benefit you. I'm trying to help you. That's right. I'm trying to help you. You, 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 you can bust it, you can do whatever. But I'm trying to help you. Amen. Leviticus. Talking about this song. Chapter 2. Well, let's see. Verse 13. Are we there? Amen. Amen. We're talking about this salt now. Now, it says here that and every oblation that sacrifice of thy meat offering, thou shalt season with what? Salt. What did I say the salt was? Eternal wisdom. Eternal wisdom. <laughs> so every offering that we give up to God should be offered up with the thought of his eternal wisdom. Amen? Amen. Every oblation and meat offering, the Bible says, should be salted with eternal wisdom. So you know why a lot of us aren't getting what we desire? is because when we release whatever it is we release, we don't release it with eternal wisdom. The eternal wisdom of God. <coughs> so, when we offer it up, we don't connect. So, we keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and you know if a dog keeps chasing his tail and get dizzy, the church is dizzy. Run around in circles and dizzy. Blind in the blind, both falling in the ditch. Paul called it shipwrecked. He said, Ever, not some offerings, not some oblations, but everyone got to be sacrificed and offered up with the eternal wisdom of God. Why? Because you've given it to the eternal one. Mm-hmm. So Abel, he gives earthly. Because he's a tiller on the ground. He liked the earthy things to come out of the ground. You know us. Talked to this before. We like the gold. We like the money. We like the cars. We like all that come out the ground. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we try to take that to God. And say, you know, God, bless me. Devil might have given to keep you from God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep you distracted. Yeah. Distracted. God's word said every oblation, every is to be seasoned with salt. And neither shalt thou suffer the salt, the eternal of the covenant of thy God, to be lacking from thy meat offering. With all thine offerings thou shalt offer, but keep on bringing that word of salt. I ain't going to be with you long. I'm going to hit you. No, I'm going to let you go. But you will be hit. You already been hit if you call eternal wisdom. If you caught that. And if you caught that every time that you do something and you give something up to God, you better release it in that eternal wisdom of God. Stop practicing that. When you give your offering and your tithe, whatever you want to call it, give it with the thought of God's eternal blessings on you. You know, speak that thing into what you're releasing and let God work it out. Mm-hmm. But
Don't you try to work it out. Let God work it out. Because if you're going to try to take it back, there ain't no need to give it to God. Just, just leave it alone. Amen? Amen. Verse 14 says, And if thou offer a meat offering of thy first fruits unto the Lord, thou shalt offer for the meat offering of thy first fruit, green ears of corn dried by fire, even corn beat out of full ears. Watch this. And thou shalt put all upon it. That's the anointing. And lay frankincense thereof. Frankincense means that it's got to be pure, purely coming from your heart. For it is a meat offering. Keeps talking about the offering. <coughs> certain things just got to be. <coughs> see, see, when we release the salt in our offering, what we're doing is we're also releasing the anointing of God with it. Now, when the anointing that God has placed on us is placed on that we're giving to God and it touches the anointed one, guess what's going to happen? Whatever you offer is going to become anointed. And anointing always brings multiplication. Always. Because God has commanded that we be fruitful and multiply, not add, not subtract, but Multiply. It's all about multiplication. Multiplication gets you where you need to go quick. Quickly. Multiplication does it. That's why God said what he said. Be fruitful and multiply. Multiply. See, when you're anointing, touch what you give, it's anointing. And when it touches the anointed one, multiplication comes into play. Because now God hears his word back at it. Mm-hmm. And when God hears his word back at it, that makes him move. Amen. The only thing that makes God move in our behalf is his word. Amen. That's the only thing that's going to make God move. Because he placed his word Above all his name, I keep expressing that in the beginning was the word. Mm-hmm. He placed it all the way up there. Above all his name. Look at your life. Acting crazy. <laughs> Man. No old oh, brilliant. Go to Mark 949. Mark 949. You remember what Jesus said, or God's word said, this is the same, the same thing. Over here in the Bible, that every oblation should be sacrificed mm-hmm. and given up and sought. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. New Testament says something. Same thing. See? Line upon line. Precept upon precept. Heal a little, there a little. Stammering lips and a new tongue. I'll just say, will God teach these people? Verse 
than that, over that. Watch this. And everyone, we're talking about the foul purification. And everyone shall be what? With what? Now, fire means everybody got to be salted with fire. That means your eternal wisdom has to be purified. You understand me? Fire represents the act of purification. <coughs> now, if your eternal wisdom that you give the salt, if if we be in the salt of the earth and we're not purified, fire upon, then guess what? It ain't gonna work. <laughs> That's why it's so important that we become sanctified. And sanctification is a process. The separation is a process. You know, it's not a word, it's a process. Amen? Amen. The setting apart doesn't come just like that. No more than anything else comes just like that. See, you don't become the son of God or you, because when you first get saved. You don't. I'm sorry. That's a process involved. And I can back what I say with the word of God. John 1.12 says, As many as received, even though they believed on the name, they were given the power to become the Son of God. That's a process. Go ahead, man. That's a process. We teach sound doctrine up in here. We don't play around up in here. Amen. Come hell or high water, we don't get it like God has written and gave us the revelatory knowledge because that's what this church is all about. Amen. This is a word church. Amen. I need every one of you shall be salty with fire. And not only that, <laughs> but every sacrifice now in Leviticus. And every sacrifice shall be salted with what? Salt. Ain't that what Leviticus said? So what God is saying here is that in order for this thing to work, in order for this thing to work, see, Jesus over here, he, he brings it on out, see. He brings it on out. It all doesn't work. Jesus said, now, every one of you shall be salted with what? So, so you got to get pure first. We got to get pure. We got we to get some purification. We got to. After that, then whatever we give to God, whatever we offer to God, in order for it to work, now it's got to be released or sacrificed Salt, right? That's what that word says. And every offering got to be sacrificed with eternal wisdom. But we dilute the power of God from working in our life, the nastier we are. That's why Jesus said that. You need to be salted with fire. That's what he said. 
In other words, you need to get fuel. Because the fuel we get, you know, you got 10 carat gold. The 14 carat is much more expensive. And 18 carat is more expensive. And then you got 24 carat. That's top of the line. Well, it's all about how pure it is. So, as we get pure, as we become more and more sanctified in God, we become more worthy. Spirit. Now, whatever is in the spirit realm, we can call out and bring it into fruition. Because mm-hmm. God has given us that power. Mm-hmm. But we have to practice it, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like the gifts God gives us. Okay. If we didn't practice, we couldn't do what we do, right? Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. The reason why the power of God ain't working because we're not practicing it. You don't get strong in nothing unless you exercise. Right, Coach Adam? Right, right. You ever try to play football and you ain't built yourself up, you'll get killed. Amen. You might get killed and you've been out there where you just ain't lifted enough yet. But you definitely need to have yourself a workout program. Amen. Amen. All right. We gotta learn to practice this word. Go with me to Revelation 15, 2. Last scripture. Revelation 15, 2. As you can see, I traced this through the Holy Spirit of God. Traced it from starting in Matthew. We went to the Old Testament, the Leviticus, traced it. We're talking about that salt, that bound to a Then we're going back through the New Testament, Mark, and we're going to end up at Revelation at this final purification. Amen? Amen. No. Ah, watch 15-2, Revelation. He said, And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass made with fire. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Now, this sea of glass is the eternal sea of God. It's clear. See, eternity is clear. Mm-hmm. That's why at the great white throne, every mountain and every sky, everybody fled. You couldn't see nothing but the eternal one. Because eternity is clear. In other words, your sight becomes you see now. Right now, they say we see through a glass darkly. <laughs> but then we will know. As we are known, the book of Corinthians says, right? Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. And 1 John said, I beloved, now, you know, I know it don't appear what you shall be. Mm-hmm. But now, when he knows, you're going to be just like him. Yeah. See, that's too heavy for religious folks. He just told me I'm going to be good like him. And if it's God coming to get me, that means I'm a strong. Don't you dare to say that you God too. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of that. You just ain't the big God. That's right. Mm-hmm. You, you, you look. You're going to always be a child of God. Mm-hmm. But when we grow up, we're going to be just like him. That's what the Bible says. 
Now, if a pig was coming to get me and I was going to be like him, then I'd be a pig. <laughs> right? Right. Amen. If a man and a woman, I say a man and a woman, get together. Not two men, not two women, man and a woman. Amen. They get together and start fooling around, they ain't careful. They're going to create something. <laughs> and when they grow up, it's going to be just like them. <laughs> now, if I'm a man, when that little thing grow up, it's going to be one too. <laughs> That's right. Right? Yeah. So when I grow up and you grow up, you're going to be just like him, right? right. He's our father. Yeah. We're his children. Yeah. We're going to be just like him. Y'all ought to give us some praise. Yeah. Y'all ought to give us some praise. Overcame the 
a beast. Amen? Amen. How many of y'all know man is a beast? Amen. 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 Somebody say, I got to get over my self. Because I tell you right now, self is pulling us up. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get self out of the way. Because self is tearing us up. Amen. 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 Self will make you cry yeah. when you already laugh. Amen. Amen. That's what self will do. So, the first thing we need to do in order to stand in that making fire in eternity. We're going to have to get over ourselves. In other words, I must decrease and let him increase. I got to do that. Amen? Amen. The next thing I got to do for you, what's that next thing? Is it? Oh, the mark. The mark. What's his mark? Now, if he's animalistic, if that's that animalistic nature in us, what does that thing do to us? Don't it make us lust after stuff? Yeah. That's the mark of it. Yeah. Make us want to go at it, don't it? Yeah. That's that mark. See? In other words, a mark means, okay, my mark is that I'm looking at that grave stone out there now. Now, if there's lusting for that, I'd be crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> but, see, that was a bag of money that I'm looking at. Amen. Everybody understand money. Amen. So, listen here. We got to get over that image. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why is because death could be there to trap you. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about this monkey, you stick his hand in a, in a cave and he, he gets something out of a nut or whatever it is and he can't get it out because he's too stupid to let it go. But what it is, he doesn't grab that door. Yeah. So because he won't let it go, he can't get out. Which comes from 
from that animalistic nature in us, right? That beast. So once we get over ourselves, then we can get over that enemy. Because the enemy won't be there. Unless the nature of it is there. Which is the beast. And from that comes, that, that, from that comes the mark we was talking about. The target. Uh-oh. The target is, I'm going to get that. And when you grab hold to it, you might grab one in your bottom, but that's the mark. <laughs> the mark is your destiny for what it is you're going after. I'm just breaking it down. You know, there are many other ways to it, but, I, but God said give to them this way. Yeah. So I'm going to do what God tells them to do to you this way. You know what I'm saying? So there are many ways to that thing. That thing is going to stop one way. That thing is going which kind of way. That's that word. Yeah. That's that word. You done screwed up if you ever think that what you know about God is all it is enough. You done screwed up more to it. You ain't got no room to grow. You know what I mean? So the first thing you got to do is learn how to forget some of that stuff you've been taught. Because most of it's been wrong anyway. Yeah. Yeah. you've been taught by uneducated people. Yeah. That God put in the and then we got to get over the number of his names. Now that mark, ain't that mark, remember I told you that mark is that you want to grab hold to? That mark represents idolatry. See, you forgot about God. And all you see, oh. that thing never become an idol to you. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. He's got you. See, now you're worshiping it. You got Roman eyes. Mm-hmm. What well, no a joke. He said, Look, I make a covenant with my eyes that I won't think of on a handmaid. You must have a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he must have a problem. The Bible says that there is no other, more perfect man than Job, more mature. That word there, perfect, means mature. Hmm. But he's still. Mm-hmm. With that, I'm just saying that talk to everybody. Yeah, you bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't play no game with me. Thank you all for me. Thank you, life.
The number of his name is the greatness of his authority. Mm. Now, if you think that that beast in you don't have a great authority in you, then you better think again. Because mm. you're deceiving yourself. Mm -hmm. You just got yourself set up to fail. When you don't think that that beast in you will tear you apart. Yeah. It'll have you doing things that you don't need to be doing. Amen. That you don't want to be doing. That you'll be sorry for later. Yeah. We look at we look at a place called uh, Mad Men on Netflix. I don't know if any of y'all ever seen yeah. that. That's the craziest. They don't have so much sex up in there that I'm tired of even thinking about sex. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen <laughs> My God. Talk about spirits. You can see them coming through the TV and then so many of them. I mean, man, my God, man, I'm saying, God, it can't be like this. I thought I'd do something. If it ain't like this, it scared me. That's the greatness of that authority. Now, only the true power of God through Jesus Christ can subdue that. I said the true power. I ain't talking about the true power. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? I see the old lady on Facebook. She just, Lord, Lord. And then she fell over and speak or something. You saw her go down. You just say, Bloop. <laughs> I said, wait. One of these things. One of these things. What no power in So God shut her down. You can see my thing. He shut her down. Big old one. Real quick. She fell. Everybody who played Pope Piano, man. She didn't go to the piano, man. And she fell. He took out that book and his eyes got that big. Because he thought that was going to fall on him. I'm just telling you what happened. Don't be mad at me. She did it. It's on the video. I'm just telling what happened. You know, I'm describing what happened. This large lady. I told y'all don't close y'all eyes. Keep your eyes open. Didn't I tell y'all that? Yeah, yeah. When y'all pray, keep y'all eyes open. Didn't I tell y'all that? I don't know where y'all get that from. Close your eyes. Somebody knock your head off. Jesus said, watch and pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You will close your eyes closed like you pray. <laughs> yeah. God can hear you. And he ain't going to hear you no better because you got your eyes closed. Matter of fact, he's going to hear you better because the 300. They had their eyes open. You got to be conscious of this thing at all times. You got to have your eyes open. Yeah, your eyes all closed. Somebody come in and hit you in the back of the head. Yeah, in the Bible where it says close their eyes. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, they bow, but I can bow and still see. Because the 300 did. I got to see what's going on. So she had her eyes closed and she was doing that thing, that war dance, that mumba, mumba after mumba dance that they'd be doing that. 
And she missed the step. Remember I told y'all I don't like steps? Right. Because you miss a step, you'll break your neck. Remember I told y'all that? People be talking about step one, step two, to find out to this or this or that. I don't like steps. You miss a step, you'll break your neck. That's what she did. She missed the step. <laughs> and when she failed, it was one of 7.4 on the Richter scale. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to pick it up. <laughs> I'm saying this to say about the great authority of this beast that when we become in an idol, idolatry, situation with it, it has great authority over us. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to shake it. So what God is doing is God is teaching us, and I'm closing, God is teaching us now. Somebody say now. 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 God is teaching us now. He's saying, now look, let every one of us be salty with fire. He's doing it now because he's doing it when you're young. And he said, now every offering that you give me, it needs to be softened with salt. Mm-hmm. One is softened with fire, the other is softened with salt. <coughs> we have to be softened with fire because our eternal wisdom got to be pure. In order for our offering and the eternal wisdom that goes through it when we give it out, for it to work, we have to do that. So, so God is saying, okay. You practice this now. And then when you get over here, and you're standing on that seat, you'll be one of those that have gotten over and had victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, and over his great authority. You'll be the one that got over it. Because the Bible says eight times, I believe it's four or eight times in Revelation, to him that overcome. Mm-hmm. We have no overcame yet. Mm-hmm. He that endure to the end, shall be saved. Mm-hmm. I said, He that endure to the end. Mm-hmm. You can drop out anytime you want to. Mm-hmm. But you believe I'm lying, I'm going to say all these things. The devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. It's in the Bible, that's a lie. That's a theological, man-made lie. The Bible does not say that. The Bible says just the opposite of that. To be honest with you, not only in Hebrew, but in Matthew, where Jesus said, okay, he didn't go to the end, he said, but Hebrew is talking about it too. Talking about how Israel hardened their hearts in the wilderness. Had God saved all of us? Come on. Did all of us leave that with the blood over the doorpost? Well, what you think that is? Ain't that salvation? God saved them all. He did save for us. He took us out of Egypt. He took us out of Egypt. The world. Did he not? How did he do it? Through the blood. Over the door. Mm-hmm. Whom door he is. 
But he said, I am the door. Amen? Amen. So, Israel, they were saved out of Egypt, out of the world. Amen? But they wanted to go back. They were saved, but they wanted to go back. Because that's what they remember. They didn't remember the hell they went through. Selected memory. Ain't it something? Ain't something. We don't remember the hell we go through. We only remember what we want to remember. Exactly. So the <coughs> they get in the wilderness and start going forward. What did they do? They started acting crazy. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of it, the only two original ones that got in was Joshua. Okay. Which Joshua was a Jew, Caleb was a Gentile, because Caleb's daddy was a Kenenzite, and a Kenenzite was one of those people of the giants. Mm-hmm. So, so, so God was showing them how the Jew and the Gentile would be come together and go in. Amen. Amen. All you got to do is trace it. It's in the book. You just got to know what you're doing. If you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. But that's our job to point it out. Mm-hmm. So that you will know, so that you'll be qualified and can't nobody put the okie doke on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fake you out. Mm-hmm. Before the two fake out. <laughs> so, like I said now, we've got to understand that if we want to stand with some hearts in our hands, in that final purification, that's the thing we're going to have to overcome. Mm-hmm. And the only way we're going to be able to overcome is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen.